0: Hey guys, I just needed to warn you. There is a lot of cursing in this episode, even for us. Um, I have no excuse for it. There just is. I'm sorry. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Paxton Locher, and I'm here with my host, Stockton Locher. We have some breaking news. Debbie Ryan got a mullet, <laughs> and I'm honestly kind of in love with it. Wait, let me just pull it up. Yep, there it is. Fresh post, fresh cut. It it honestly does look really cool, it, I will say. Like, for someone like her who came from Disney and, like, now she's wearing, like, gold hoops and, like, a leather jacket and, like, rocking a mullet. Like, would we call this, like, her, like... Going off phase? Yeah, like, I feel like it's not quite Miley swinging from a wrecking ball, but it's... It's something. It's, I'm trying to be cool like a rock star, but still staying in my Disney lane it looks really good when stockton first said oh my god debbie ryan got a mullet i was like oh my god did like did she go out like some miley cyrus shit but then no i go to her instagram and i check and i was like oh wait it actually looks really good and then i followed her well maybe this is like pre like her like going off the rails phase like she could be like right now filming a music video with like no clothes on (laughs) her hair just looks like so chill obviously it's like this styled kind of look it's like a mullet and it's like kind of daring but it doesn't look like she's trying to like impress people it's just like so fucking chill like I love it I honestly like it like I feel like the only reason at first I was just kind of like oh my god that looks terrible was because society has kind of like ingrained into my mind that if hair doesn't look a certain way i don't know i feel like there's such a yeah like same with miley cyrus her new hair i actually really like it now same i at first i was like um hmm." and but like now it's such a look like it's her thing now and i love it there's so many negative connotations i feel like with just like the word mullet it's yeah it it's went out just of a funny word like, honestly i guess but like it went out of style for i guess so long and like it's still been used as a bad word to use towards someone's hair and it's like oh you have a mullet or something and it's like ew <laughs> like one of my friends has like i think she's dating someone now who has a mullet and it kind of it works and it's like why are these mullets like actually like looking good on these people i like i can't imagine what i would look like with a mullet <laughs> Honestly, I kind of want to, like, figure that out. I want to see what I look like with a mullet. I feel like... Any- Bucket less. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like anything would look better on me than the hairstyle I have right now. I just have a very vanilla, white boy fucking haircut. When we were little, my mom would literally take us to the haircutting place. Barber, whatever you want to call it. And she would just say, just regular boy cut. And I'd sit there, like, and he'd just shave off all of my hair. <laughs> Those were such bad haircuts. It's like, you couldn't do anything with your hair. You couldn't really touch it. Like, it was just stagnantly short and just immobile. Like, it was, like, buzz cut after buzz cut. And it's like, I want to, like, to twirl a curl here and there. <laughs> exactly. Like, since that's all I pretty much knew and I didn't like maintaining my hair. I wanted that short hair because it was like, I don't want to fucking deal with it. And I'm honestly at that point now, but obviously I know it looks terrible on me. But like, at the time I was like, I would literally have my mom fucking cut my hair because it was that simple. Like, you literally just had to fucking cut it all off, basically. Yeah. But it looked like shit. And like, that's why I hate looking at old pictures of myself because I actually looked like a fucking sewer rat walking <laughs> into my elementary school. Like, what's good? <laughs> i mean it's just short ass buzz cuts it's like there's not much to it it's like you have short hair like that's it yeah i don't know but for me i'm growing my hair out and i'm just kind of seeing what happens my hair is incredibly thick and i want to say it's like coarse and textured and like just honestly not what you kind of like would want in hair i feel like it's just so fucking thick like i can't but anyway like i'm getting like some hair brushes like a good-ass shampoo and conditioner, and the turban. Oh, yes. Okay, guys. Last night, I'm sitting on the couch, just (laughs) doing my own thing, flipping through my phone, trying to plan for the next episode, and I just hear arguing down the hallway in a room, and I'm like, what could this, like, and it was like, a heated argument i was like what could these two people be so heated about it's literally 11 p.m (laughs) on a fucking friday night like the day after thanksgiving the (laughs) day after thanksgiving i'm like what are these people so fucking heated about so i walk down the hallway and of course like the voices are getting louder as i approach the door and it's just like i walk in and i see stockton and my mom just like going at each other's throats over what (laughs) tell them I'll start with this every time I wake up my hair is just like in knots it's like crazy big poofy it's just like unmanageable there's these turbans that you can basically you know put on your head and like when you sleep and then you wake up you take them off and then it's like you know your hair is pretty like how it was yesterday or the day before so I'm like why don't I get this it kind of looks like a little silly and like most people aren't wearing silk turbans to bed like the 30s or some shit but it's like, I feel like it's worth it. So I'm like looking up online, like where can I get this turban? And there's this really good one. It's $65 though on this website and they're made in London, handmade. 65 pounds. 65 pounds? No, 50 pounds, which is like 65 bucks in US dollars. Oh, okay. So I kept telling my mom like a week ago, I'm like, hey, don't order my Christmas presents like until like... I'm there to do it sort of myself so I can make sure it's done properly and like through the correct websites. I basically am waiting for her to be like, all right, Stockton, let's order your Christmas presents like I had asked her multiple times to wait for me to do it because I know she's going to like mess it up. So I got home from our cousin's place last night and I'm just like tired. So I like nap on the bed and then I hear faintly my name being called. And then like later on, I go to my mom and I'm like, hey, like there's this like 30% off the turban at Anthropology. Like, why don't we order it now? And then she's like, I already ordered it. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, what? So where did you order it from? And she's like, the U.S. website of the store. Oh, shit. So I'm like, there is no U.S. website of Silk London. It's called Silk London, and it's in London. She ends up ordering the $65 turban, pays more for it on Skin Store. So I look up Skin Store on Google, and it says this under, Is Skin Store Legit? It's a scam, in all caps. The only thing I received was a confirmation email regarding my order the same day of buying, but never got an email of the shipping and tracking number until other day after multiple emails to cancel the order and just give. So basically, I'm just like reading like a plethora of like, unsatisfied customers, people not getting refunds for their orders and people just being upset with the store and just everyone screaming in text to not order from this store. And I'm just like, I fucking told you like five times to wait for me to order my shit. It's the only fucking thing I want. And now I have 30% off on anthropology, and it's like we might not be getting this refund. So I'm like, mom. And then she's like, what? And I'm just like, <laughs> excuse me? The turban is probably fucking 1% satin or some shit. I wanted a hundred percent silk. And I'm not a little brat over here. I'm very polite. I was just, like, a little pissed off at the fact that I had, like, warned her multiple times that I really don't trust her, like, ordering online skills. I mean, she orders online for herself, but when it comes to me, I feel like it was just, like, what can I get for the cheapest? (laughs) We're just, like, still waiting on the fucking refund, and we can't even cancel the order because it won't let us. (laughs) on skin store and it's like like, scam store yeah literally (laughs) and it's also connected to this other site called look fantastic and they're both working together to scam the fuck out of people and i'm just i fucking hate scammers like if you're a scammer and you're listening to this fuck you like you're i mean do what you gotta do but like at the same time you fucking suck it's like like you got my mom like congrats (laughs) And I'm sure she deserves it in some way But it's, like, at the same time Like, ugh Like, literally, scamming, like, makes me so fucking upset. The fact that people, like, morally are okay with that, whether you're fucking Christian, Buddhist, whatever the fuck. It's like, if you scam people, you deserve to, like, go to a place worse than fucking hell. Like, what even is there? It's like, I fucking hate your guts. You're actually willingly going out of your way to set up a website and then partake in taking people's money and fucking just tricking innocent-minded people. It's like, fuck Like, fuck everyone at this point who does that. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, like... Lesson is here, just don't order from Skin Store and don't... It's a scam! Don't let your mom order your Christmas present. Or Look Fantastic. Look Fantastic and Skin Store are working together to scam people for Christmas presents. Your products are going to be defected if they even come. It's like you literally can't even cancel your order. So it's like they literally just took your money. It's not that hard for a company to like copy and paste a picture from one website and just smack it onto their own and like put 10 less dollars on it. Like you're getting this amazing deal. And it, it pop- you're literally actually getting nothing. It literally like skin store and like look fantastic were like the two things that like popped up and they kind of looked legitimate. But it's like, what the fuck is skin store? That's why they call them scam artists. Yeah, it's definitely an art form because it's like sometimes like I fucking get scammed. (laughs) You fucking did. Oh, my God. Remember at college? Let me tell you. So like at college, I was like, I don't know, like my computer's like fucked up. I literally spent like $1,700 on it and it literally can't even like do one thing. And it's like and what kind of computer did you get? the MacBook fucking pro. And I regret the fuck out of it. But anyway, I'm just sitting on my laptop, like doing miscellaneous shit on my computer and like trying to not have it like die in front of my face. It's like slow as fuck. And I don't even have that much shit on it. But anyway, it's like out of nowhere, I just see this like tab pop up and it's like in 15 seconds, your computer will have a hundred viruses detectable it's like just these big ass words and i'm like oh shit what's this it looks legit and i'm just <laughs> like it's so scary because it was like oh my god like virus is detected and it had like this number counting down and it was getting closer oh god, to like know, that's so scary it was getting to the single digits and it was like oh my god like you need to put your card information in and i literally did <laughs> I was just like holy shit like th- like the FBI CIA fucking Illuminati is gonna like take over my laptop and I don't even have any money to replace it so like I best put my fucking card information and in. it's like <laughs> right so I fucking do and then it's like oh fuck like everything went away and I was like that was easy <laughs> and then I was like oh shit that was dumb. And I think I just got scammed. So I end up later on calling my bank because, like, I don't feel like calling them at the moment. But, like, later on, like, I got the courage to call the bank. And I was like, like, I think I, like, got scammed. Can you guys, like, help me out? Give me a new card. Like, just, like, make sure I don't have my identity, like, stolen. (laughs) Like, something? Like, help me. That's why I don't like laptops. Like, even for college, I was this close to buying a MacBook Pro. But I was like... How come like all these computers have fucking viruses and like I've never had to deal with that on my iPad. So that's why I did that. But like, yeah, you you got scammed. I did get scammed and I got one of those like debit cards that's just fucking green and boring and like I want a picture of like cute puppies on my debit card, not a fucking green ass card. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Just don't get. Yeah, just don't get scammed. Just like don't. If you think it's a scam, it probably is. If it's too good to be true, if it's so inexpensive yet yeah, it's from thisisamazing.com, it's probably not amazing. <laughs> and you should probably call your bank right now. I want to talk about our first job experience because I feel like a lot of people can relate to what we went through and I just thought it would be an entertaining story Picture me and Stockton, 16. We were sophomores in high school. We're like, we should work. We're 16, right? That's what 16-year-olds do. They work at jobs. So one day, we were at an outdoor mall, and we stumbled across a sign outside of American Eagle that said they were hiring for the holidays. So we were like, this is perfect. So we walk inside, ask for an application, fill it out in five minutes, and hand it back the day of the interview. We're kind of nervous. Our mom is driving us to the store. And our silver Honda minivan 03. She drops us off at the interview. We walk inside and there's like a group of people. How many people do you think there were? Were there a lot? I kind of forget. I'd say around 10 of us. Okay. So we're kind of just waiting around making small talk with like the other people and They're like, I would say like the ages range. Stockton, I think we were the youngest ones there. We were both like 16 and then you had like 20 year olds and then you had people that were hitting their late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. So so it was a melting pot and we're waiting, making small talk, waiting for this person, the interviewer to come in, interview us. So lo and behold, the antagonist of this story is about to show up. Mind you, she's like late for the interview. She's literally late for the fucking interview. This girl, let's call her Tracy. That's cute. So Tracy steps out of the back and we see this five foot seven, I would say more petite girl. Definitely resting bitch face. Brown hair, skinny jeans, spaghetti strap, flannel Oh, yeah. winged eyeliner. And she had like the keys jingling and the walkie The in her walkie will get to that. You wanted to be her at like, that point because she had resources and you could tell. You just fucking knew she's been at the store a little while. It's she not knows her first fucking rodeo. It is not. She knows what she's doing. She's walking over and the best part is she didn't even acknowledge that there was a group of people waiting for her. She's walking over, like, pretending that we're not the only ones in the store. Like, she's about to give 10 people an interview right now. She's, like, looking down at her phone, checking the inventory. Like, just walking around until she happens to stumble across this entire group of people. Circling to be- the register. Exactly. So then when she actually comes over to the group, she looks at everyone kind of looks us up and down honestly and i felt a little insecure i was walking in there with my fucking rolled up jeans (laughs) and my fucking nikes i thought it was a fucking fashionista with that but then you see her fit and it's like damn like fuck she threw that on but it looks better than what you took 15 minutes to like fucking impress this bitch she's looking us up and down and then she says so you guys here for the interview and we're all like "Uh (laughs) uh-huh basically like staggering over our own existence and the fact that we're in the presence of the interviewer of one of our most beloved retail places at the time yes yeah so we were fucking nervous <laughs> <laughs> wait let me say that again don't keep that in basically she looks at us and she goes one of you want to go first and i push stockton in front of me and, and then she's like follow me so stockton tell them what happened on your little one-on-one interview So I feel like the interview probably lasted like 10 minutes and it felt like more like half an hour to like 45 because I was so nervous and every question was just like, honestly, like, why am I being asked this in an interview? Like one of the questions she asked me was like, can you give me a real life example as to how you solved a problem? (laughs) And I was like, uh, I ended up like, literally having to think i was like can you give me a sec?" and we're like (laughs) sitting next to each other like cross-legged on the bench outside and it was just like awkward and then i ended up basically going back to like how we all ran around the house barefoot i was like (laughs) so one christmas my cousins and i like (laughs) because it was my idea to do something fun and creative and like get rid of boredom on christmas I was like, why don't we run around the house barefoot in the snow? (laughs) And that was my problem solving answer. And I was like, looking back, like, how did I get this job? When like, the answer to one of her questions was me running around barefoot in snow. That's how you know how desperate they fucking were. I don't think they were actually like, like, we were all shoe ins because it's like they needed people. It's the holidays. But they didn't tell us that. They're not going to tell us that they want you to be like on your shit and like, have somewhat of an initiative to be there and it's like you kind of have to prepare and they wanted that but it's like she would just ask me like questions that were like completely just like random and more like activities art therapist questions for someone who's like literally like not okay mentally (laughs) flash forward after we each had our individual interviews with her we all like met back and regrouped inside and she was like you all got the job (laughs) and we were all just like fucking like low-key flipping out but trying that's cool because like we were an american eagle and like because now we get that 15 percent off discount and the fuck exactly so basically they're like you guys start monday And we like went home, we were like jumping up and down, trying to put our best fits together. We were like, oh my God, what are you wearing first day of work? I was like, I don't know. What are you wearing? Well, it's got to be AEO. Yeah, exactly. We got to show off our stuff. Like, I don't know, like, obviously, because we dress pretty decently, I would say. I'm not like, we're not like... For the time, like, yeah, looking back, we were like, ew, what the fuck was I wearing? But at the time, we were low-key like... Compared to what a lot of other people wore, like some of the employees were like complimenting me on my like outfit and it was literally just like blue on blue on blue. And I was just like, Oh, thank you. And then like someone would come in the store and they'd be like, Hey, can you help me pick out this outfit? And that would help them. Stop and then like it. someone would be like, Oh my God, like you're so good with helping people pick out outfits. And I'm like, Oh my God, girl, yes. When that would happen. I guys, this store is like in the middle of, I wouldn't say the middle of nowhere, but It's in the Poconos. It's by like a ski resort. Yeah. And you don't get a lot of traffic. We would work four hour shifts, right? And you would probably get five to seven customers within that four hour shift. For example, Black Friday. We got like 10 people though. We literally got like 10 people, 15 max. And I was like, I was like- That was a fucking rush though. it, It literally was. You were like on your shit though. Can we talk a little bit more about Tracy? Yeah, at first it's like, okay, yeah, she's cool. She's unattainable. But like when you start working there and experiencing just kind of how she interacts with you, let's get into it because I definitely want to. I feel like definitely some of the other employees were definitely nice. And I like would talk to them and it would be like just good experiences overall. I feel like with like the other employees. Exactly. No, yeah. And just to give you a little more context, our manager... Every time she walked into the store late, I was literally like, my heart dropped. I was like, the energy was literally so good in the store before. And now Tracy walks in hungover, bragging about how much she drank the night before. And when you're not actually face to face, you're hearing everything through the walkies. Oh (laughs) my god, guys, these walkie talkies, I felt like a Russian spy, let me tell you this. You felt like you owned fucking corporate America when you had that thing bobbing up and down, beating against your ass. And like you were walking around with your flowy oversized flannel that you got for 15% off. You fucking worked at American Eagle, bitch. And you got discounts and you walked around and flaunted the fact that you had a piece of fucking black shit hanging off your ass. You were the fucking shit. You could talk to people, touch your little, like, mic button, and then, like, hear everything the other employees are saying around the store. And you're like, oh my god, like, I'm actually part of the CAA right now. Because, like, look how fucking tech I look. You, like look like you're fucking coding and programming some shit, but you're really just telling like Stacy up front to like give you an extra small and like skinny jeans. <laughs> I fucking felt like impossible up in this bitch. Whenever a customer would enter, I would do a frontward spring roll from the clearance rack to the t-shirt table. And I was right behind you. I would get like so excited when a customer would come in because I wanted to help them out with their outfits so bad, but it was all like 40 to 50 year old moms looking for khakis for their sons who played lacrosse the other employees we worked with like had no chill like the people who were more seasoned and had worked there obviously like for years they would just like be holding up their little mics to their like mouths and like just like talk to each other and like obviously when you talk once in your walkie it goes to every single other employee working there and you know tracy most of all isn't the nicest person she likes to comment about people's more So appearances, I'm just like trying to help a customer out, trying to like make them feel good about themselves and like that they look great in that dress. Yeah, you're supposed to be like, that looks good on you. That compliments your eyes, not... Yeah, and I'm in the middle of like complimenting someone and then I'll just hear in my ear like fucking Tracy being like, she looks like a fucking rat. I'm like, I'm like, ew. And I'm like, literally, this is all going on just in my own like head almost because it's through my ear. While I'm also just trying to be positive and like trying to like match the color scheme here with these outfits i'm trying to help this person out and it's like i'm in the changing room and i'm like trying to get people's like shit together and i'm like hi have a great day like you look so good in that while also just like hearing someone get fucking railed and torn apart and fucking roasted by my boss who's probably in the break room eating nachos right now and it's (laughs) literally just a fucking mood as fuck and it's like and then i have this to deal with at work like the difference between like me going home after work and like someone like Tracy or another employee like they're all fucking like out of college and drunk as shit and going to parties smoking a joint it's like I'm fucking going home to like study for my vocab quiz for English class the next morning and then there's fucking like they come into work like oh my god last night I was so fucking drunk like oh my god like it was crazy like Jesse got me good and it was like Like, what the fuck? Like, what do I have to contribute to this conversation? You couldn't even have a conversation with Tracy, for example. I remember in the beginning, I was trying to kind of, like, open up to her, talk to her a little bit, just to kind of see, like, where she is. Because I didn't know who she was. Like, I'm not the type of person to judge someone based on a first impression. So, I don't know how we got into talking about this, but we were talking about how, where we lived. And it's like, oh my god, there's nothing around and... It's like, we live in the middle of nowhere. And it became a contest of who really lived in the middle of nowhere more. So I'm like, oh my God, where I live, there's nothing. Like there's a gas station and maybe like a Dollar General. Anytime I want to drive somewhere, it's like 20 minutes to go like get fast food or something. And she was like, oh yeah, I live literally in the middle of nowhere. She's like, you know how like when you live somewhere and they're like 15 minutes away, there's like, you know, a gas station. I don't even have that. Oh my God. And I'm like wiping the spit off my face. Like, okay, Tracy, you win. And then I go back to the clearance rack, start fucking like reordering the clothes, like trying to figure out what just happened. And I'm like, never again. You can't have a conversation with her. Can we tell that story about like what happened? Like, can we actually tell that on here? Of course, why not? Unfiltered. At this point, like we have nothing to lose. So we'll just say it. So it was a Wednesday afternoon. There was no traffic in the store. The only people in the store were me, Stock, and Tracy. So we're just kind of stumbling around, walking, like not sure what to do, playing with our little walkies. And out of nowhere, Tracy gets a call and she says, guys, I have to take this. Before she leaves, I read she was like giving us some rundown of like, Just like reminders of what we had to do. And I think one of them was like, if they buy like five things, they get like a pair of socks or something. And then she left and went on her phone call. She said she'd be back in a few. So me and Stockton are just standing there. We have the store to ourselves. Five minutes go by. Tracy is nowhere to be found. Ten minutes go by. Where is Tracy? Like she said, she would be a few. Does that mean minutes, hours, days? We don't know at this point. We start seeing Mirage's fucking t-shirts and sweatpants walking around the store in sunglasses. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I start getting nervous because I'm like, what if somebody comes in and they want to buy something? Like, Stock and I have never done the register before and we're the only two here. I'm starting to get a little nervous. Of course, as I'm having this thought, a mom and her teenage son walk in, start eyeing up the store and, like, looking through everything, like, asking questions and, like, it was, it was fine. Like, we knew how to, like, greet people and give them the deals and, and all of that. But, like, they started, like, you know, do what a regular customer would do at a store. And so we were getting them in the fitting room. We were helping them with things. And then it got to the point where they wanted to buy their items. And then we and- were like, oh, shit. We weren't expecting that. So we're trying to stall them. We're like, have you seen, like the new aeo flex jean collection like have you watched our reel on the tv in the back five times yet (laughs) are you sure you don't want to try the new flex skinny jeans hype max they really can do fucking anything I almost did a split in mine. Yeah, you do a split and then your dick pops out the fucking <laughs> middle part. They they're fucking... so fucking ugly. I can't even imagine. Like, I wore them with dignity and I was proud to wear flex jeans. It's like, they're so fucking ugly. I'm not gonna lie. There are a pair of flex I jeans think in my I... closet right now. Me too, honestly. Or maybe, like, I got rid of them. I don't know. But I obviously don't wear them anymore. But it's like, they've looked so dumb. It's just like, it didn't look like denim. And the whole point of wearing jeans is like, they're jeans. Okay, but you can't shit on people for wearing flex jeans. It's comfort over style. But And I am somewhat on that line. Like, I almost would rather wear something that's more comfortable than something that looks better and isn't. Well, do you think farmers are wearing flex jeans? They could be. And elastic jeans that are like stretchy as fuck or the real fucking Wrangler fucking denim from Walmart? Okay. But anyways, we got a little sidetracked. So basically I'm trying to push these people all around the store. Like, have you looked at this? Have you seen that? They're kind of going along with it, but it gets to the point where like, you can only stall so far. And I'm, they're like, okay, can we just fucking buy our shit now? And I was like, okay. So, you know, these two customers like want to get the show on the fucking road and like pay fucking with their visa because they're fucking rich as shit. They just want to fucking pay and get the fuck out. So, like, basically, they're, like, looking at us and we're looking at them. It's, like, they're the only fucking people in the store to look at. And it's, like, now you want to fucking buy your shit. And it's, like, okay, follow me. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm, like, up at the register, like, actually trying to not act like it's not the first time that I'm, like, looking at the register. Not from the customer's perspective, if that makes any fucking sense. Like, I literally haven't seen the register from the perspective of someone, like, checking people out. And it's like, okay, what the fuck? And then I was like, start pressing the button. Like, I'm, like, I'm like standing behind Stockton at this point. And Stockton's just like tapping on the screen and like a plethora of fucking different <laughs> color buttons that had tiny ass words that you couldn't even read pop up. And he just looks at it and I'm, he looks back at me like, queen help. <laughs> so then I step up and I'm like, do you guys have your AEO rewards card? And they're like... Yeah, let me look for it. And so that like, gave us a little bit of time. I was like, that was good. She was, like, looking through her purse. Like, her son is just kind of standing there looking around the store awkwardly. She's looking for it. I'm, like, trying to figure out how to fucking We're work We're, like, both on sheet. the register, mind you. It's not just one person trying to fucking figure it out. It's literally two people, like, literally not knowing how to work one device. It's so fucking We're embarrassing. So then literally she, like, finds it. She hands it to me. And then I'm like, okay, cool. And, I, like, literally... There was, like, a pause where, like, everyone's just standing there. And it was, like, this is the definition of a brain fart. Like, literally, everybody was standing there. And I, like, glitched. Thank the universe that they helped me in this moment. My head automatically turns to the scanner thingy. And I grab it. And I scan the card. And it made a beep noise. Oh, my God. That beep noise saved my sweaty ass. So then I slide that shit back to them. And I'm, like, there you go. I can take your items now. So then they put all like this pile of shit onto the counter and then I'm just like taking it one by one. I take a pair of pants and I scan them and I'm mind you, I'm looking at the prices because I don't know how to work the computer register thing. So I have to look and do the mental math and I've always been bad at math, but (laughs) it's okay. (laughs) I'm looking at the prices and there's a pair of pants and it says, fifty dollars. Oh my god. Forty nine dollars and ninety five cents. And I was like, okay, I can do that. And then I take that second pair of pants and it says fifty dollars. Are and you man manually like, okay, you're just fucking I'm just scanning, scanning it. it because it just at looks this more point, legit. We're like are like We're like combined into one. We're like a conjoined twin at this point. It's two twins put together with half the brain cells of one twin. (laughs) So basically, I'm just like scanning these items and I'm trying to add them up. Two pants, that's $100. Then they (laughs) bought two shirts. Two shirts is $50. And then they bought a sweatshirt for another $50. So I then, after I'm done scanning everything, I look them in the eyes and I'm like, that'll be $200. (laughs) $200 and then i just kind of like look at them then, real quick and i'm just like oh shit that's a lot was that mind accurate you, this that's not with actually using the aeo rewards card like correctly because that's the whole fucking point of it so it doesn't come out to 200 fucking dollars it did that day let me tell you <laughs> so, so then- it's like what was the fucking point it's like you just hand them back their rewards card not even having used it correctly they get points they get points for their purchase Oh sure. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll go with that. But she had a fucking Gucci purse, so they can handle it. They can handle it. So basically, she takes out her wallet and hands me her card. So I'm like looking around for the fucking slider thing, and then I look at Stocked and I'm like, wait, can you help me? <laughs> How did they not know we were literally have never done this before? It was, I felt like it was so obvious. Do you know where like the computer has like a crack, like the, where the bezel? <laughs> you know the bezel. I slid it across the bezel of the computer (laughs) and then I handed it back to them and I was like, thank you. (laughs) And then they're like waiting and I'm like trying to think about what I'm going to do next. So I'm like tapping the screen and I'm like, I look up at them because they're waiting a little bit and I'm like, it's processing. And then at that point, I'm just like trying to get them to not fucking look at whatever the fuck Paxson is doing and I'm just sort of changing my position over to like the bagging side of things. And I'm like asking them what size bag, what like texture are you feeling today? And they're like, just regular bag. And I was like, oh, okay. So I like did that for them. And I was like getting that shit together. And Paxson's literally so, giving so, a false sale. So I'm just pretending to watch the computer that was black. The screen was blank, by the way. And I'm watching the computer. You're and I'm watching like, your fucking like, reflection intently. in the fucking screen. You're watching actually yourself fucking fail in front of two customers in the entire fucking American Eagle fucking store. So I look at the screen for about probably 10 to 15 seconds. And then I look at them and I'm like... Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's done. It's done loading. Um, Do you want a receipt? Obviously, and I'm like... And then at this point, you're fucking sweating and they can see your pits And then fucking, at this point, I'm like, I hope they fucking say no because this isn't even an actual transaction happening right now. And they're getting this shit for free. <laughs> so they say, uh, yeah, I'd like a receipt. And then I say, oh. And then I go back to my thing where I tap the computer screen that's literally blank and I'm like, hmm that's weird. (laughs) I'm like, it's giving me a hard time with your, um, I was like, there's something wrong with the system. Like we're, we're getting a remodel. Like this is an old system and we like, we have to like renew. (laughs) So then, so then she's like, Oh, okay. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Cause they don't fucking understand that shit. So then I was like, can you give me your email address and I'll email it to you. So then she's like, oh uh, yeah, my god, that was some good ass shit I thought of on the spot. She's like giving me her email and I'm typing in random ass keys on this blank screen, like literally fooling the shit out of her. You want to talk about a scam artiste? Me right here. Okay, scam true. artiste of the month. So I'm doing this and I'm like, all right, you're all set to go. And then as They're about to walk out of the fucking store. And at this point, I'm getting a little nervous because it's like Tracy can get over here and she's never even seen us do this before. So it's like, how does she even know that? Tracy's fucking halfway across the fucking country at this fucking point. But That's Like, like, where the fuck is she? We don't know. We're looking out the store here and there trying to find out where the fuck she's walking around. But you're still trying to get these customers out because you don't want Tracy to know that you just fucking check these people out with no fucking prior experience. So basically... I wrap up this transaction and I'm like, you guys are all set to go. Have a great day. And they're like, yeah, you too. So then as they're literally about to walk out the door and I'm like, okay, thank God. Like they're out before Tracy gets here. Everything's going to be good. Everything is fine. Nothing happened. Stockton says, oh, wait, guys, don't forget your socks. And they fucking turn their head and they're like, socks? When you're a customer and you hear you're getting anything for free, even though you paid like probably 500 times what it costs to actually make the items you just bought. You want that free item regardless. It doesn't matter that you're holding a fucking Gucci purse. You want those fucking free socks that cost two cents to make, but they sell them for $15. Everyone got... A free pair if you spent a certain amount of money. And so obviously they spent a certain amount. So they if get a free pair. If buy more than five things, you get a pair of socks. They've drilled that shit into your brain. So Stockton automatically is just like, oh, don't forget your socks. So basically they're at the back of the store at this point looking for these socks with all their free fucking merch <laughs> in their hands looking at these socks. And I'm just like, Stockton, please fucking help them pick a sock and then just get the fuck out. Those socks were fire as fuck, though. You got to admit... Those fucking socks were every single Christmas present I ever gave anyone was a fucking socks. And then, like, I went to the dollar store and got a fucking chocolate and smushed it together. That was a fucking Christmas present. Fire fucking socks at American Eagle. Go buy. Basically, I don't want Tracy to get back. I'm scared. I'm nervous. We just gave these people $200 worth of clothing for free. And now they're just lingering, picking out which socks they want. And then just casually putting it in the bag. And I'm sure that's not going to look suspicious to the, like, security camera. (laughs) Like, the security cam, like, (laughs) low-key, we tight, right? Well, the security camera, like, did us good because nobody knows. I think we made it look more chill than we explained. We were freaking out, but, like, I think we handled it kind of well. Don't do what we did. And just, like, if they need to ask to buy something, just, like, say the manager is out of the store. We probably should have done that. (laughs) We're sorry. And Tracy, <laughs> and Tracy never found out. And then Tracy not like showing up until like literally 10 minutes after this whole shebang went down is my mood. Yeah. Like it what worked the fuck out. was up with that? And she didn't even tell us what was happening. I mean, I guess she didn't have to. It was an emergency. I'm sure it was still. just some beef she had with her ex-boyfriend at that point. So that was our little... That was our little... um, That was it. That was what happened. On the topic of just shitty coworkers, shitty managers. I want to talk about a situation that happened um, with our last job. We were lifeguards. I'm not going to say where we worked because I'm not trying to disclose and like shit on this place because it's not a good place. It's just I mean, it's a good place. But just what happened in the story, I just don't want to get confused. Like I'm talking shit about my work. I'm not. I'm just telling you a story that factually happened and that we learned something from and that I think listeners can find this information useful. And I think this is also a very relatable It's story. just important, I feel like, to also just be able to talk about things that have happened to you that may have not been such great experiences and not just let the fact that they are, I don't know, potentially embarrassing or wrong. I feel like it's better to normalize things that have happened to you that maybe other people can learn from and make it okay for just spreading awareness about how to act and just learn from experiences that are sucky yeah let's set the scene so when did this happen this happened this, like this, literally not that long ago not, I, I would say, say in it the was summer in the summer and me and Stockton, obviously, uh, well, you guys don't know. If you, if you do or you don't, we worked as lifeguards at this community. At this community, they have like an indoor pool, an outdoor pool, lakes where you get sent every day. It's like you're either working at an indoor pool, an outdoor pool, or a lake. So just kind of the rundown on like where we worked. Yeah, it was a private community that had a bunch of facilities and needed a lot of guards for all of the swimming areas. So it was just another day of work during the summer. Pax and I are at a lake and we're getting ready to end our shift. As we're ending our shift, we have to put away the umbrella, all of the stuff that we need as lifeguards, the boards that you would need. The rescue tubes. Exactly. And I left this out, but to get to this beach, this lake, they called it the Lake Anna Beach. Just like, try to follow me. Um To get to this place, you needed a gate card because there were certain places that you just needed a card to get to. Because it's a private community and it crosses like a main road. So you kind of drive past a little gate card stand place. Yeah. So you need it to just get through the thing and it'll lift its arm and your car goes through. Basically. So we're wrapping up the day and... We can't find the card to, like, get out, which isn't a huge deal because people lose it all the time. It's really not secure to... It's literally not attached. And I've mentioned to, you know, staff and people that are the ones giving us the cards to use that they aren't attached and they can fall off easily. I'm hoping that you guys can potentially fix this, you know, issue. I've mentioned that multiple times. They really haven't done anything about it. And here we are, lost a key because it fell off of the key set. Yeah. So basically, we're looking for it. We literally are scouring the beach. We can't find it anywhere. Trust us, we looked. And we weren't just like, oh, let's leave. We can't find it in like two minutes. We were literally, we every day we would go do our jobs to the best we could. And then we went home. We weren't the type of people that are just like not caring. Like if you lose something, like, oh, well, it's like, We looked around because we were like, okay, well, like we lost it. We might as well try to find it. There just comes a point where it's like, you can't find it. (laughs) You literally can't fucking find it. So we left and we go drive back to the community house. The clubhouse. It was called the clubhouse. And that's where you clocked in and you clocked out. So we go back to the clubhouse and there are two types of people. You're either a lifeguard or you are either a rec staff. The rec staff are the people that... I don't know. They just do like activities because it was like the clubhouse. like they would sometimes have things for like kids like drawing or like games and like you would kind of help out with that or you would help out with just like somebody needed a towel or I don't know, some like random shit. So you're either a lifeguard or a rec staff. So we go in and as we're clocking out, we tell the rec staff, hey, guys, we lost the gate card. It wasn't a big deal because we there was another way we could get back without having to do it. It's just a little bit of a longer way and an inconvenience, but we were able to get back to the clubhouse. But we just wanted to tell them that we lost it and we don't don't know where it went. It's not secure on the key ring. And people lose it all the time. Not a big deal. So basically... We leave because it's work is done. We told them we couldn't find it. And then one of the rec staff was like, all right, well, I'll tell so-and-so about it. So we go to our car and we're like, literally, I'm pulling out of the parking lot. The car is in motion. And then all of a sudden we see the same rec staff we told about the key. And he's like, blah, 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 wants to see it. What name should we give the person, the antagonist here? (sighs) Rebecca? Let's just call her Rebecca. Sure. So Rebecca wants to see you, apparently, said this rec staff. So we're like, oh, my God. And by the way, Rebecca is just another rec staff who hasn't worked there longer than we have. Yeah. As we're walking back to the clubhouse, do you know how you kind of just know that some shit's about to go down? Yeah. That's how I felt. I felt like this energy in the air of, like, why do I feel like there's an issue here? So... Sure enough, you have Rebecca holding open the door, looks at me and says, so you lost the gate card? I don't even remember what I said. I was so taken aback. I was like, why is just this like, energy like of hatred just like washing over me before i even walk through the door and mind you she's doing this in like the main room that all the rec staff guards are in there's it's like, like five other rec staff in the room too and other guards as well it's just like she feels the need to do this with everyone else watching who's on the clock right now and it's so unprofessional the door's wide open any other pedestrians outside can be hearing this too she's the one starting the argument but it's like we're supposed to be having this You know, debate with you right now about a gate card key. That's obviously it's like an accident. We just fucking baked six to seven hours in the sun at a beach. Like you have the audacity to just like throw this shit on us. So Rebecca just starts going off like, "You guys suck. You're lazy. You had one job. You guys have one. I literally was fuming when she said that. Like, actually, are you kidding me? We do the rec staff jobs." We check badges. We do the boat sales. We pick up the goose poop every day. We do your jobs. I feel like we're so respectful that the fact that this was happening at work to us, the most respectful people there almost, it's like ridiculous that, like I'm not even saying really anything yet and she's yelling at me. It's like we told rec staff already what happened and it was an accident we looked for it what People do you want us lose to lose it do? all the fucking time do you want us to like go back and try to look for it for 20 more minutes 30 more minutes it's like work is over we lost it it was an accident this happens multiple times and no one has ever chastised The way you're chastising us about it. She's fucking yelling at us like, you guys are so lazy. Why didn't you guys go back and look for it? We were like, because we already did and we couldn't fucking find it. Mind you, this is the same person who's yelling and shitting at us right now that also jokes about peeing in the woods and getting caught on camera during work. and Getting high at work. With other guards and just like... Joking and laughing about the fact that they could get caught doing these bad things on the job. And, like, she has the audacity to yell at three respectful guards who literally come into work, do their fucking job. And that's fucking it. And that's me and Stockton and my little brother, the, the three of us she's yelling at And right she's, now. like, literally, like, practically high half the time, like, flaunting about how she's literally, like, such a bad bitch, which she's literally fucking not. And, like, now she's yelling at us in front of the entire staff. For no fucking reason. And here's another thing. As she's yelling at us, it's like we're fucking like low-key trembling because it's like she's yelling at us right now. We don't know what to say. We have people watching every little thing we're doing. Just bystanders. Bystanders doing really nothing about it. Everyone's just, I felt like was so okay with us just getting like made to feel like shit in front of everyone. No privacy. And like, obviously, even if it was like in a room with just us and her... It wouldn't be okay but it's like yeah the fact that it's like in front of everyone else and anyone could have walked by and heard it is completely unprofessional and just disgusting she keeps like talking and it like it felt like what like 15 minutes 10 to 15 minutes of her just like shitting on us and like making us feel bad about obviously a fucking accident and it's like half the time i'm just standing there just taking everything in because it's like i can't get a word out and it's like finally she's like holds the door open and like props it open and after she's like, she said everything she wanted to say without she, leaving any room for us to like rebuttal <laughs> she opens the door and she's like you guys can leave now and then like that's it like mike and that's it so like we kind of s- start walking but then and say, then i kind of put my foot down and i'm like no you don't get to just, just say whatever the fuck you want to us in front of the whole fucking staff And then, like, think that's okay and I can't say anything in regards to what the fuck you just said. And then I was like, what you're saying is extremely rude. I think it's very immature of you to say that we are, like, lazy and make us feel bad in front of the entire staff. This very uncool girl is literally getting high on the job. (laughs) Talks about peeing in the woods on camera. She Like, with the other guards trying to make herself look like a baddie in the workplace. She's literally getting away with this, mind you. And we're just like, what the fuck? And then I start kind of trying to pick up my bearings and like figure out what the fuck is happening. And I'm like, Rebecca, why are you trying to make us feel like shit over an accident? Then she says this, she's like, your feelings, that's on you. That's not my fault that you feel bad because you fucked up and blah, 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 and did this and that. Literally just trying to gaslight me into thinking that I'm being too sensitive. No, you are literally screaming at some of your best life, not yours, about this community's best lifeguards who do nothing but their best. Every single day they go to work and you have the audacity to yell at us over one simple small little mistake because you are on a fucking power trip. We kind of go back and forth with her. We were trying to stand our ground. Nobody, everybody else was just fucking watching. It's like, that's the thing. It's like as a bystander, how could you just kind of like stand there? Like I, like I get it, like leave the room or like. But you're just standing there watching this happen. Like, it's I just like, don't understand I'm surprised it. they didn't make fucking popcorn for it. It was a fucking long enough show for it. Exactly. And like, everyone's fucking just enjoying it because it's, oh, like... It's tea to them. It's us. The good lifeguards are getting yelled at. Finally, something happening. And it's like, it was completely undeserving. And it's like... But at the same time, I felt like everyone was just like, well, maybe they deserve it. They never do anything wrong. Maybe it's about time. And it was like, what the fuck? It was an accident. We were fucking here and told you about it. Everyone was fine five minutes ago when we came in the room. But because this very uncool girl has an ego the size of a fucking elephant, she needs to come and like put on a show and because she's being loud and because she's being obnoxious and because she's accusing us of something everybody just kind of assumes she has the power she's right in the like, situation no one's actually doing any like thinking critically at all about it's just the based scenario. on emotions i think it's funny how she came at me for having emotions but this entire situation is caused because of her emotions because of her anger issues we end up just walking out and it's like everything's kind of on us now it's like what we did something so bad when literally other guards will do this and it's not a fucking deal at all. So basically we leave the fucking establishment and we we're, we're like, fucking pissed. we're in the car, like going 80 miles an hour on a fucking 45. And we're just like, holy fucking shit. How does this fucking bi- very uncool girl treat us like this? We're just like done at this point. We're fucking over it. And it's like, we do something that another fucking guard would do. And it's like, now we get blown up on because someone decides to have a fucking power trip because mommy didn't hug you enough like two days ago or some shit. Like, get a fucking grip, fucking Daddy didn't show you enough attention. Daddy taught you to gaslight real it good. It really just is a reflection on what the fuck is going on in your life when you have to like, literally gaslight people in the workplace leave it the fuck at home exactly you're so disgusting fu- and she's acting like she's a fucking manager she's literally not she's the same level as, uh, as us acting not less she's literally acting like she's like been working there for years when like i'm pretty we've sure worked there longer than this very uncool girl it's like i literally haven't even seen you here before like this is the first year and you get to talk to me like this and you think you're getting away with it that's the best part <laughs> so oh my god guys wait we need to get to the best part we don't go in the next fucking day we were not going in the fucking next day are you fucking kidding me so basically it's like yeah we just made a laughing stock just embarrassed you made you feel like shit in front of half the staff and the people outside listening it's like leave but then oh come back tomorrow because we need you oh of course we're like their most reliable guards so it's like they know we're going into work. We're always fucking on our shit, going to fucking work on fucking time. And it's like, this happens, and then they expect us to just respect we Waltz back in. So we get home, and we immediately call our boss to try to tell her what happened, but she doesn't pick up. So we leave her a long-ass, very, long, ass, very long ass good, text. well-worded uh, fucking voicemail, whatever you call it. So... We're just chilling at home, trying to like actually relax because we can't because our brains are going a mile a minute because we're so fucking pissed that this would happen. I'm thinking that my boss gets my voicemail, my text message or my call, but she doesn't. So she ends up texting me, hey, like, where are you guys? Like, you're not in. Then I explained to her again, oh, my God, I sent you a voicemail right after it happened yesterday. We were like shaking. I was like, we were very upset. And like, hopefully I can talk to you about it. Basically, she agrees that, you know, it's fair that we don't need to go into work and that it's perfectly fine for us to stay home. It's, like, ridiculous what happened. Yeah. What happens next is because we didn't show up to work the next day, this girl, Rebecca, is like, oh, fuck. Like, we're short guards because, like, there's never enough normally. And now they're, like, actually really fucking strapped. So she goes to our friend Sarah, who also as a guard who works there and says, Hey, I just wanted to talk to you about how I can approach this situation with the twins. So basically she's like to our friend, I can understand why they would be mad at me. Like, cause it's like, it was between us, the argument, but I don't understand. Like when they don't come into work the next day, it affects everyone. <laughs> it's like uh, okay um you that's didn't, how, you didn't really care about like the fact that everyone was in the room when you screamed at us like how <laughs> does that like you affected in our way our dignity a bit when you like screamed at us in front of fucking everyone and now you're talking about everyone being affected by something that you started that involved everyone Pretty much. What a fucking idiot. So she's like to her best friend. Yeah, like I just don't think it's fair that like it affects everyone when they don't show up to work. Like, wow. Like they didn't show up to work. Well, then don't fucking scream at us in front of the whole fucking staff in front of everyone. The word you like to use here. You literally screamed at us in front of everyone. And now you're talking about like we're affecting everyone. You literally affected the entire like staff's opinion on us. By screaming at us like we did something fucking horrible. And now you have, like, the audacity to, like, make it our fault and how we're, like, making everyone uncomfortable. Exactly. So basically she's trying to manipulate our best friend into, like, siding with her. Basically looking for her own confirmation bias on her side of it and wanting our best friend to side with her because she just needs that for her ego at this point. She knows she's getting whipped. (laughs) I get a text from Rebecca. Saying, hey, can you guys come in and finish your shift? I have the actual texts. So basically... (sighs) Hey, do you think you and your brother can come in for the remainder of your shift? I would like to speak to the both of you as well. Oh, now you want to speak with us and have a civil conversation, even though you wouldn't let us like talk after you spat at us for 20 minutes and then told us to leave the day before? honey, I don't think so. So I don't respond to her, of course, because that's just ridiculous. I'm in contact with my boss who's going to handle everything. And she did fine, which is great. I just it was fucking ridiculous what happened. It's like the idea that this like could have like just been swept under the rug if we hadn't done anything about it. Just like exactly for my own like closure and just well-being mentally i just felt like i needed to get justice for myself and Mm -hmm. you and like tagger and like now it's like so clear like we did the right thing by not going in but at the moment we were like everyone was like against the idea of that and like yeah you should definitely come in but i'm glad we stood our ground we were very much like no we're not going in but in the moment i did feel like well oh my god like they are kind of strapped. It's just, like, we tend to disregard whatever shit we have to deal with and, like, look past it. And I think that's what we were doing the day of work the next day. It was just, like, maybe we should go in. They're they really need- strapped. I know, even though they weren't. But it's, like, so obvious now. But at the time, I was, like, genuinely, like, what should I do? Like, could we lose our job over this? It was just such a clusterfuck. It was kind of a really difficult situation. And I think it's important to share this story because... I can see other people being in the same situation, not knowing what to do because I wasn't really sure what to do. Thank God we didn't go into work and we actually stood our ground and we had enough respect for ourselves to say enough is enough. Because that alone showed our boss that like we weren't playing around with what happened to us and like we needed to have justice for what happened or maybe we wouldn't go back at all. And we yeah. did take a nice long break of work after that. It was much needed. But I feel like not going into work, it like made a statement. I don't know if everyone else's situation would prove the same or if they'd end up getting fired for not going in. But I feel like it's better to stand your ground and do what you feel is right for yourself and best for your mental health. If you realize that you are being mistreated at a workplace, or any place, really just anything, you need to first of all, Get out. Your energy is not good there. It is going I to be manipulated. You. It is going to be made to feel lesser than everyone else's. You aren't in a good place. You need to go somewhere else and you need to distance yourself from that energetic being that is negative, that is demeaning, derogatory, and just overall shitting on your life. From second guessing yourself to rationalizing everything everyone's saying and making it out to be less of a big deal than it really is. For the sake of a, what, nine-to-five sucky-ass minimum wage job that you're better even without? You can always find a new job, but you don't want to stick with toxic people and toxic environment. It's really not good for you, and you're better than that. I feel like so many people, for, like, the benefit of a few bucks at the end of the day, it's like... They don't really care to eat crow because at the end of the day, they get their money, their paycheck, and it's fine. But like for the cost of your mental health, it is not fucking worth it. What a lot of people don't realize that it is costing them their mental health and their, their idea of their own selves. When they're staying in these types of work environments and letting people talk to them that way, it's, it's honestly, it's making you have, whether you realize it or not, you're really disrespecting yourself. You literally disrespect yourself by staying in toxic places, environments, energetic planes, if you will, that do not serve you. So that was our fucked up lifeguard story. We have many more from this place. And again, I'm not trying to shit on this establishment. I am just trying to create awareness that these types of things happen in the workplace all the fucking time. And a lot of them are even worse than what happened to us. So, on a lighter note, I know that was kind of, like, morbid and shit. Kind of a lot. Kind of a lot to take in. Kind of deep. We went real deep there. Yeah. Kind of got emotional. I think I almost cried. (laughs) No, I'm fine. I think my ass is sweating a little bit, but... Yeah, that was was heavy. Yeah. But on a lighter note, I guess... Do you want to talk a little bit more about American Eagle and where we are today with our views on it? Yeah, so... We don't shop there anymore. Never. Like when we pass an American Eagle, we barely look, we in don't the direction. acknowledge its presence. That never happens. It's just kind of like we had like such a bad not terrible, but it was just kind of like an unwanted memory. That yeah. doesn't need to live in my conscious anymore. On the top of the fact that I'm kind of over, like, logo brands. Oh, yeah. I- I'm doing the whole minimal thing now. i literally rather shop at, like, Walmart or, like, literally Salvation Army. Yeah. Like, the I've had these clothes for 15 years vibe. Like, that's what we're going for. Or at yeah. least trying. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like my style now, it's like, I don't really know what it is. It's like, I'm trying to be more minimal with it, but... I just kind of like it not looking like i tried to pick an outfit out to look nice. I just kind of want it to look like I threw this on and had it for a while. I'm low key, resourceful, but like also I I'm inexpensive. I just don't buy a bunch of shit. I don't buy expensive crap. Like I just want it to look like that. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of the vibe I'm going for. I'm still figuring it out, guys. Follow us on Instagram. It's like a wild ride. Yeah. Hopefully we're gonna be posting more maybe. We'll post We'll post something, a picture of us, like, working on this podcast or something. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram, at my name, Pax and locher. And same, Stockton Loesher. Take this mic away from me. Thank you guys so much for listening to this. Like, we are so we grateful. We love you guys. We love our fans. We love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the support. Thanks. It really means a lot. Like, we've come so far. <laughs> the third episode. Sorry about this one. Bye.